Damn it. Take two. Take two. <laughs> now we're live. Can we we are live. Hello. Welcome to everybody in Facebook land. So um, you can chime in. I mean, most of you guys are probably hearing this on Spotify, but we decided to go live today. Yes, indeed. No movie. We're doing a duck dive. A duck dive. Yeah, you can hear it. Sorry, yeah, I just it's going to be a little bit of a delay on the uh, on the feed, which is fine. Yeah. So, as long as they can but hear I us. But pro- I can see comments there, right? I can see comments here, you too. You got comments? All right, yeah, cool. We're here. Well, welcome to the duck dive live. Um Duck Dive is a, a different episode than what we normally do. Um, normally, we talk about one movie per episode, uh, but Duck Dive is when we take a bunch of the questions that we've asked all of our listeners uh, who um, follow us on Facebook, and if they have any uh, questions for us as well, we'll answer them right here on the show, and we'll even talk about some of your answers uh, to all of your favorite movies. That's right. And uh, we always kind of get it started with a little bit of housekeeping. First of all, we want to thank all of our patrons um, who fo- who are our Patreon members? Oh my who God. that's right? Who help co- uh, contribute and keep us on the air? Um, and if you want to support the show, go to duckandtheusher.com and click on the support the show link, uh, and it'll walk you through all the information you need there. Um, big uh, big shout outs to the good homies over at uh, Copper Fox Tattoo, uh, Barrel and Gina. Thanks for your continued support as our sponsor, and as always, our producer AJ Simmons. Big thank you for your monthly contributions as well. Yes, that's uh, you guys are helping us out beyond belief with new yeah. equipment and making sure that we post regularly and that we, yeah. uh, we get everything up and running. Yeah. So, as always, I'm Zach. That's Josh. Um, and we usually start off with uh, talking about what we've been watching. And have you seen anything cool, new, recent? Uh, what I've do you got? I've been busting my balls, man. Uh, I haven't yeah. really had time. Still watching Monk. Uh, okay. I haven't really watched any movies recently. Mm. I'm, I'm excited for the new Godzilla Kong film. I watched it last night. How was it? Great. Is it good? Okay. Yeah. Is it exactly what you want it to be? Just It's everything I wanted it to be. Um, it takes what was good about the first three movies gives you more of that kind of dials back on the real cheesy human drama and gives you something that really only like, you know, helps the monster fights along. And then there's big punchy, brutal fights. Uh, I think the finale happens in, or the, like the third act happens in Hong Kong, which is different because typically Godzilla is always roughing up Japan. Yeah. So that was kind of different, but I think that was just to kind of appeal to the, uh, the large-ass audience that China that has. China has, yeah. yeah. The millions and millions and bill- yeah. billions. I'm sorry, billions of people. Uh, like, I don't know about billions because there's only 7 it, billion people on the planet. Uh, I thought they I thought their population was like 1 billion or something. No, hell no. You I think sure? it's like 10 million. I have to double-check Yeah, double-check that. Don't fact-check me. <laughs> uh, but thank you for everyone uh, who's joining in. Uh, we got we got uh, Schoolie Deej. Thanks for uh, joining. Uh, Megan Hook. We know her. Yeah, no. Chi- China's <laughs> population is like... One billion four hundred forty. You're kidding, yeah, really? Dude. A billion, a billion and a half, almost. Holy shit! Yeah. That's like seven percent of the population. I don't know. I'm not good at math. Seven um, <laughs> percent. I don't know. Like, would seven billion people, eight billion people so, on the planet? So it would be. How so, do you math that? I don't know. I'm not good at math. I'm drinking Coors. It's it's one seventh of the population. Yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> one seventh. That's what I was looking for. Is that not seven <laughs> percent? 
No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't uh, know. My God. Um, yeah. <clears throat> so um, what we're going to do today is uh, I'm going to uh, walk through a list of questions that um, we had uh, posited on our Facebook page to any of our our followers. And it's usually just a fun way for me to like gauge like, you know, what people are into. And I, I like hearing other people's opinions on movies because I sometimes only ever hear his. And uh, the first one we have up is uh, who is an actor that elevates everything that they're in and who deserves more leading roles? I might have asked this one months deserves ago. Deserves more leading roles. Okay, so so still alive. All right. Uh, yeah. Deserves more leading or, roles. Or you, you, could do a, you could do two answers to that as well. Like someone who elevates everything they're in. Um, let's say the movie's not so great, but the, the presence of this one actor kind of gives it a little more prestige. That's a great question. Yeah. Man, that's a stumper. I know. Do you have an answer for that? I do. Okay, how about you go and then I'll... I'll... Mine was Cliff Curtis. Cliff Curtis. Yeah, he is... Um, Right off the top of my head, uh, he was in the movie Sunshine. Um, he's in uh, he's in the Fountain. He's in uh, the Last Airbender. He was the like the lead baddie or the father of like, Zuko. Um, he's in Fear the Walking Dead. Um, he uh, I, yeah, he's got a very white sounding name, but he's not he's not a white man. I forget. I don't know what his ethnic background is, but he's a, a terrific actor who has a wide range. And every time he's in uh, anything, I, I immediately like you know see him, and I'm like, ah, oh, hell yeah, you know, because he's going to do a hell of a job I, no I matter think, what. I think Sam Rockwell. You know, I know he's had some leading yeah. man parts, but he's like because he just won what he won for the three billboards yeah. or whatever he won like best supporting actor. He should have won for Moon. He should have won for Moon, yeah. and I want to see more of him because he's just phenomenal. Oh, I mean, everything he does, everything he puts his little finger on. Like, he, uh -huh. did you watch Fosse at all? The Bob Fosse, like, no. series? No, I it didn't. was on, like, FX or something. Man, he was great as Bob Fosse. I didn't the see, man can dance. Like, I didn't see Vice either. Was that what that one was called? I don't remember. American Vice or just Vice or something? Well, he was uh, George W. Bush. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, called, it was just Vice. Vice. It's just Vice? Vice, oh, okay. yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I didn't see that one, but I know that Christian Bale played good. Dick Cheney. Yeah, it doesn't even look like Christian Bale. It's <laughs> such a good wild. Uh, Michael Keaton, uh, Megan says... Um, yeah, elevates yeah. everything that he's in, and I I agree That's with that. True. He hasn't. I mean, I haven't seen him in a leading man role and since Batman. Probably well, he's had Beetlejuice, a juice like uh, well, a Birdman. Oh yeah, Birdman. He's had a, a bit of a renaissance. Right now, he's just kind of like, oh, it's Michael Keaton. You know, he's kind of in the background or he's yeah. doing something. He's a little spotlight. He did really good in that one. He was part of the the lead. Oh yeah, the the Boston Times one. Yeah, yeah. I like that. that was uh, a good one. He was the villain. That was like a very ensemble cast. He was the villain in Spider Man, but he wasn't you know the main. He's not Spider Man. It's true. He's been in, he's been in quite a few things lately that I think are really good. Yeah, Cliff Curtis. Uh, he needs more lead roles, I think. Um, but yeah, that's about that's about all I got for that. I think that's all I have to say about I'm trying that. to think. That's all I got to say about that. <laughs> no, I, no, no. I, I can definitely probably pull another one out of my butt here. Hang on. An actor that needs more lead roles. Yeah. Probably should have wrote down a bunch of these before we got started, but we're just kind of shooting from the hip. Yeah, we're shooting from the hip. It's this is a laid back thing, and then at the end, did we add more names to the jar? We have what's left over from the original submissions. Okay, so, so by the end of it, we're gonna we're gonna draw a movie. We're gonna draw a movie at the yeah. end of here. Uh, we may even get some uh, some phone calls uh, directly as well, depending on uh, if they're if they're available. Let me have a look here. See if they are, and we'll give them a call. 
I'm, I'm texting my wife right now to see if she can bring me a frosty I'm, beverage. <laughs> I'm, texting, I'm texting Void Pronto to see if he wants to, to chime in. And uh, we got a couple of our patrons that may be standing by to call in as well. All righty. All right, all right, all right. All right, next question. Next question. What do we got here? You want me to ask? Can I read your handwriting? Uh, if you if, go for it. Oh, that was my elbow. Uh, let's see here. What movie character reminds us of each other? Oh, all right. Oh, man. Movie I can, character. I can't think of a movie character that you remind me of right off the top of my head. Let me think. Harry and the Hendersons. Harry. I'm Harry? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, it's because <laughs> of, of the hair. hair. Man, I'm trying to think. You got some, some fun ones. And I'm like... Yeah, I'm I, trying to... I, I don't want to insult you. No, it's okay. It's saying anything. I, I'm thinking like what... I feel like it should be like, what movie would you see us in? Okay. I could see you like an Airheads or something because you're like a big metal guy. Like, oh, I yeah. See, I could see you like walking around the totally the studio where they're you know, yeah. taking up the place. I haven't seen that. We got to do that. Airheads movie. is great. That's yeah. Got to throw that in the bucket for sure. Hmm. I could probably see you in like a John Hughes movie for sure. Like a Breakfast Club type of deal. More of a, more of like a, like a great outdoors type situation. Ah, uh, the frosty beverage has arrived. Frosty beverage has arrived. Sorry. Fantastic. Awesome. I hate to do this to you, but I might need one soon as well. <laughs> Getting uh, service here. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, I can definitely see you in a like as a like a John Candy or Dan Aykroyd kind of character. Kind of character. I can see yeah. that. It's kind of like your style too. Some of like your the movies you're into kind of lean more towards. I feel, like, I feel like we're like the odd couple. Oh, you bet. You know, because one of the questions coming up really kind of leans into our differences as movie lovers as well. Thank you. Yeah. Wave hello to the audience. This is Megan. <laughs> That's Megan. This is going to be really weird when I drop this on like Spotify. People are like, what are they talking about? What's going on? Yeah. yeah. Okay, if you're listening, we're also doing a, a live video as well. So if you're hearing this on Spotify well after the fact, there's probably a video on Facebook right now. We have seven viewers right now. Everybody, thanks for joining in. Thank you. Um, I hope you guys like the office. I know we don't really take pictures of it. It's a little messy yeah, right now. We cool. got, got a bunch of our artwork by Mr. Pronto here. And no, not Pronto, no, that's Rios. Chris Rios. Pronto's going to be calling Chris us. Rios and the Rios verse. All my favorite posters. I got uh, my Bangarang poster signed by Rufio himself, Dante Bosco. My Australian Monty Python and the Holy Grail poster. Excellent. <laughs> What's hmm. our next question? <laughs> this is kind of like. Uh, kind of leans into what we were just talking about what genre have you explored the least because i know that there's uh genres that you're more um knowledgeable on and versus mine and martial I'm... arts oh yeah yeah i really don't really know anything oh, about that i mean i've seen a lot of like the old bruce lee films and some of the mm-hmm. old jackie chan movies but that's about it i mean i don't really, really... yeah it's man not really my it's especially like the I mean, I like Ip Man and stuff like that, but again, it's, oh, yeah. I don't really dive into that. If it's on or someone's watching uh-huh. it, I'm like, yeah, I'd love to, but I don't, I'm not going to sit down and research the whole like idea, except for that, uh, we watched that documentary yeah. about like, the blaxploitation, <clears throat> yeah. that kind of, it was fun, but I know nothing about it. Uh, I love uh, kung fu movies. Uh, I'm not the biggest, like, uh, I'm not the most well-versed mm-hmm. at them. Uh, if anything, I think I, I like... Like the Jackie Chan movies specifically, uh, the ones he did with like uh, Benny the Jet and Sammo Hung. Uh, Meals on Wheels is really good. Uh, Police Story, just for the, the action set pieces in that, are phenomenal. Um, and Sammo Hung is a hell of a thing to watch because he's a portly guy 
who can do some really I think you showed me a video stuff. of that stuff. Yeah. You're like, look how big this dude is. Yeah. He's just like jumping around. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he's like, like delivering high-ass kicks, and he's got a belly. Um, there's Dragons Forever is a really, really great um, movie with Jackie Chan and Benny. <clears throat> um, uh, yeah, there's just so many. Um, oh, uh, Drunken Master. Drunken That's Master. a great one. Even some of these like American releases, I, I, I guess they're considered American releases, like Rumble in the Bronx, is a big one. I've seen I've seen most of those because uh, I had a ex stepbrother that was like really into martial arts, so we watched yeah. all those movies, especially when I was like a little kid, like yeah, when I say little, like middle school, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it was, it was always on, but it's not something I own. I don't own any martial art films. I remember watching. Uh, I was really into as most of us were Mortal Kombat when that came out in 1995. Dude, are you excited for the new one? I'm pretty excited. It looks good. Yeah, it looks great. It Is looks it, If you haven't heard, there's a new one's going to be dropped on HBO Max like the end of this or in April, right? I think. Uh next month. Yeah. Yeah, April. yeah. yeah. I don't want to sound I like Sub Zero. I don't want to be like, you know, <laughs> it's it's going to be better than the, the, the last movie. I don't I mean, know. Well, it's going to be better than Annihilation for sure, but it still looks like a made for TV movie to me. The graphics look good. There's just I'm just excited for like the finishers and it's just gonna be blood mm. and guts. Yeah, I'm ready for the violence. Yeah, because yeah. the ninety five one still managed to you know, uh capture the essence of Mortal Kombat without being very violent. Mm. Which was kinda cool. And Paul W. S. Anderson is not a great director, even though he's made a couple of my favorite movies, Event Horizon. Um, which is getting remade. I just found that out. Everybody's remaking stuff. Dude, remakes We've had remakes forever, and everybody's uh, attitudes toward remakes uh, are not unfounded, but it's like it's just something that's always been done, whether or not you know it. I don't know how good the face-off remake's going to be. I love the original. Same, that, yeah, same director, too. The, think, guy, the guy that did uh, Godzilla vs. Kong, Adam Wingard, he's directing, or according to IMDb, he's going to be directing um, Face-Off, Event Horizon, and a, uh, a movie version of Thundercats. So that could be fun. Whoa. Excuse me. Jeez Louise. Um, so Kung Fu is the genre that you explored the least. I think for me, it's probably uh, probably like romantic comedies. Like Forget Paris kind of romantic comedies? Yeah, I mean, I've like seen that. plenty of them. Like Sabrina? Like that kind of stuff? I suppose, yeah. Yeah. Not gotcha. uh, I don't I think I've ever seen that. That's a Harrison Ford jam, right? Yeah, that's actually a remake, yeah. too. It's a remake. Oh, it is. Oh, yeah, it is. Look at there. See what I'm saying? <laughs> I got you. Got you on that one. Got one. Because um, I, I definitely am more like the horror, uh, horror exploitation, thriller, action movie kind of guy, sci-fi. Uh, but when it comes to like, okay, all right, probably romantic comedies for sure, and and just like just straight up like drama, like Oscar bait dramas and stuff don't always catch my attention. I like. Those kinds of movies. I saw Stephen Young. Is that his name? Yeah. He just got nominated for an Oscar for In Best. Minari? Yeah. Good. Like first, Good for him. First Asian person to be nominated really? for a... For Best Actor? For Best Actor, yeah. Oh, shit. I think so. Yeah. I was reading huh. something about it. Megan has a question. She goes, uh, that's a good one. What's your favorite made-for-TV movie? Oh, snap. Oof. I don't know. Do, do, uh, mini, do miniseries count? Like, yeah, I think so. Dude, that's hard. Because there's because I really love the Tenth Kingdom. That's like one of my favorites. That was like a Hallmark movie. Oh yeah, dude, it's like twelve hours long. It's oh massive. shit, uh, made for TV movie. Okay, the nineties it was good. I love that. Yeah, kid. that, that, that was one a great one came directly to my mind. Uh, the Stand. If I'm staying with Stephen King, uh, I don't think I saw that one. 
It's got a oh, it's got a hell of a cast: Molly Ringwald, uh, uh, Gary Sinise. Uh, what's, his, I, what's her name? Speaking of Gary Sinise, I was uh, trying to read like a new play for my theater. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, I'll read a. Uh, God, I can't even think of his name. It's called True West, <clears throat> and it's a two people. And I'm reading it, and I'm like, oh, I'll just watch it. And there's a film version of it somewhere, dude. Super young Gary Sinise, super young John oh, yeah. Malkovich. Gary Sinise has like this big fro. Uh-huh. Didn't even recognize him at first. I was like. Holy shit, that's Gary Sinise. He's in everything. Yeah. Uh Steven or Steven Spielberg's movie, like one of his first movies was called Duel. Ever seen that one? No, but I've heard of it. I've watched enough it's documentaries. This guy is just a random driver, guy in a car, and then this homicidal truck driver just starts following him around and like chasing him, trying to run him off mountain roads, and it's a it's a cat and mouse game. That's pretty cool. I think I remember watching the Spielberg documentary on HBO and they were talking about that. Yeah, how we uh how we doing over there? Any comments thus far? Is just, yeah, just seems to be Megan. Megan, yeah. cool. All right, people might be watching. You know, it's also four forty five, so people be be working. That's true. Um, hmm. Made for TV movies. And there's quite a few. Some are way better than others. <laughs> Have you? Here's a random question just popped into my mind. What's a what's a lifetime movie that you've seen that you've actually enjoyed? Any of those? Oh, dude. <laughs> Uh, I don't even know. I can't know. No, no. Like, there was one. I had a. I mean, I remember when Harry Connick was just everywhere on Lifetime movies. Oh, yeah. Like every Christmas movie known to man. Uh-huh. You're like, let me guess. Harry Connick's going to lose some chick and then go try to chase her down. By singing to her? Uh, yeah, or something. It's just. I love Harry Connick as an actor, but man, those Lifetime movies are just. Wasn't he the Will Smith's wingman in Independence Day that went down like in that first scene? I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he was in Copycat that we covered. That's I think, right. I think that's like the best acting I've seen him do. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. I'll smell your panties. I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> fucking weird line. I'm trying to remember. Oh, what does what he say? What does he say? Squirrel covers. Yeah, your squirrel covers. Is that what he said? <laughs> Getting them squirrel covers. Huh? Yeah, there was one. My I had a, I had a stepmother, former stepmother, who used to watch a lot of those kinds of movies, and there was one. That she watched all the time, and I, I can't remember what it was called, but it was like it's always some kind of like a soccer mom who just loses her shit and goes like on a murderous rampage. I think I think Lifetime started like leaning into that trope and realizing that their movies were like unintentionally funny because they made a movie with uh, killer soccer moms. Like no, it was a Will Ferrell and uh, uh, Kristen Wiig movie that they made where they where it's. They play it very serious, but it's also like very tongue in cheek. You know, it's yeah. You know, it's it's a total send up. That's not the one where like he gets kicked out of his house, right? No, that's everything must go. Yeah, that was a little more of like a serious, serious film. Film, yeah. Uh, what's that one? I really that's kind of a hard watch. I'll be honest. Oh, what's and the one where he has the watch? A desperate alcoholic. I, Emma Thompson and Will Ferrell. <laughs> I really like that movie. I can't remember. <laughs> Everyone's screaming. <laughs> Emma Thompson. Yeah. With a watch? Oh, uh, 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 Stranger Than Fiction? Yeah, there you go. Yeah. yeah. I never saw that. Hope I didn't give away the movie, but the watch is kind of important throughout the film. So, Yeah. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Spoilers. <laughs> what is Mr. Pronto calling us? What's going I, on? I don't know, man. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm waiting. All right. We'll ask another question. Okay. The do, next do, question do. Uh, is... You got six people watching. Why don't you yeah, uh, we chime do. in here? Yeah. If you're, if you're watching, hit us with a question. Do it. Quack, 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 quack,
Speaking of quack, 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 have you watched the new Mighty Ducks? I have not. I, is this this is like they're kind of capitalizing on the uh, on the on the success of Cobra Kai? Yeah, I don't know. I'm like tempted to put it on, but I don't want to hate it. Yeah, I've heard mixed reviews. Yeah, so if anybody out there in Facebook land has seen it, like, tell me what you think. I uh, I heard somebody or I read somebody use Cobra Kai as a verb to describe what this kind of a reboot it's is Cobra Kai. They just Cobra Kai. Uh, they Cobra Kai Mighty Ducks. <laughs> and it's funny how things like that turn into like words in the lexicon. <laughs> now I haven't watched it, but uh, here's, here's another good question. What's a film that has no right being this good. Something that came up, went out there and then turned out to be way better than expected. And it was not, it was like this movie is way is like too good. Like how is it? How was something like this, this good. Oh, like it's a good thing, or like it's it was bad, but it was good. It was, I guess, the expectation was it was going to be like ho hum, mediocre, but it's like wow, this is actually really damn good, you know, for for what it is. Man, but I kind of want to say Ready Player One. Like it was better than a lot of people expected it to be. But I, I, man, I thought that the movie actually that movie would fit for another question we got coming up. But um, I felt like because I read the novel Godzilla, probably Godzilla, not the Kong one, but the Gods Among Us or whatever. Not Godzilla, oh, uh, the King, King of, of Monsters. King of the Monsters. You thought that one was? Yeah, because I kind of went in. I went in just being like, eh, and it was yeah. a lot better than it should have been. I think. Okay. If that. Oh, knuckle. I think that might be him. Oh, we're getting a phone call. Void Pronto is calling in. Hello, Duck and the Usher, you're on the air. This is Roy Pronto. What's going on, man? Hello. Um, just making some bubbles. Making, making some bubbles. Some bubbles. <laughs> yeah. Just a nice day out with your saliva, or making uh, you know the the giant like uh, bubbles for kids. Oh, he's making oh. bubbles for kids. Make yeah. Okay. Are do you, you like do you like drive around in a van that says like free bubbles or something or? Just that 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 would make sense. No, I have a daughter. <laughs> Oh, okay. Uh, all right, excellent. Hey, uh, you you jumped in at the right time, um, and thank you for calling. By the way, Every, ladies and gentlemen, this is one of our our resident uh, critics, re- critic reviewer who jumps in, and uh, I'm always um, thinking or wondering what you have uh, consumed before you uh, watch any of these movies, <laughs> whether they be psychedelics or something else. It's uh, usually bourbon. Oh, okay. But, uh, I, I've been sober for two months. So, oh, uh, congratulations. congratulations, bud! Yeah. Um. So we, we, I don't get any. I don't. I don't get any less weird. Sober. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I can confirm uh, because I worked with this guy uh, in in Alaska, and I can tell you what he, uh, you kind of you kind of like maintain the same personality throughout anything you've you've imbibed. True. So uh, we, we're going through our list of questions. You popped in right on this question, which is, uh, what's a film that you've seen that has, quote, no right being this good? Uh, where, uh, where the expectation is it's going to be kind of mediocre, but it ended up being like way better than you expected and is one of your favorites. There's so many. I, I'm, I'm one? Off the top, two off the top of my head. Okay. Antichrist and oh. uh, Punch Drunk Love. Okay. All right, PT Anderson. Sure yeah, I, I just thought well, of one. I had Inkheart. Yeah. Do you remember Inkheart with uh, 
Brendan Fraser. Oh yeah, that's a good one. I never watched that, but I remember I like DVD. If you want to okay, all right. What do you got there, Jared? Well, I just um, I did. I had no idea what the Antichrist was, and then I saw it. You know, it's one of those where it's like I wasn't expecting any of that to happen. Yeah, um, you know what? I was thinking about that one recently because Lars von Trier um, kind of consistently pushing the envelope with his movies. I went back in his uh, catalog. And uh, he has some movies that I remember seeing, but didn't realize that he was a director for. Um, so you can see like a progression with his style, where he gets he gets more and more and more weird and and more um, controversial, where he tries to like push buttons. You know, I just had one. I just had one on the top of my head uh, that fits this um, question, and I and I and I for, and I lost it. I was just thinking of something because uh, you mentioned the Antichrist. Yeah. I remember as a kid, my brother like trying to remember the name of Dogma, like the Kevin oh, Smith yeah. movie, and instead he rented Stigmata. Oh, and that is a very different movie than Dogma. Just yeah. letting you know, because uh, he's like, "There's a poop monster in this movie," and I'm like, "There's no poop monster in this. <laughs> this is actually kind of freaky for like an 11 year old to be watching Stigmata." Uh, I think that there are uh, Go Gotham. Which one? Go Gotham. The shit demon. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's right. All right, I'm gonna jump off. You guys are great. Hey, thanks, man. man. Thanks for calling in. Bye. See you. So, I guess, man, uh, I would have to say, just off the top of my head, um, a movie that has no right being. Trying to see what his (laughs) his voicemail says: knuckles, knuckles in knots, knuckles in knots, knuckles in knots. That was his. His voice is like caller ID when he called me. Weird. How do you do that? I don't I know. Change my caller ID to something crazy. Yeah. Like poop God shoot. or something. Like Jesus is calling. <laughs> Jesus take the wheel. <laughs> uh, hmm. All right. Uh, what do we got? What do we got? Uh, I'm still. I'm still like still out racking my brain <laughs> on on this on this question here. Did you Did you share the Facebook thing? I thought I did. I don't see that you shared it. Why don't I do that? You should. So everybody out there, we are actually uh, doing our Facebook Live. So if you're listening in on Spotify and all those aggregators is what they're called, if you're not on Captivate itself. You know, I do want to throw that out there, Captivate.fm. If anybody's wanting to go out there and put together their own podcast, you know, you got the equipment, but you're looking for a place to stream from, we use it. It's probably, I think, the best. It's kind of a one-click thing. You upload, it goes everywhere. So if uh, you're ever thinking about putting together a podcast, uh, go to duckintheusher.com, scroll all the way down, and click that little Captivate button at the bottom. It helps us out. It helps you out. And, uh, yeah, just a little plug there for the awesome streaming service that we use. Why can't I? You having problems over there, Fishy Fish? I am a little bit, yeah. I'm a little, uh, hang on. I'm trying to find the... The live from my personal account, so I can share it with all my friends because I have way more friends on my personal account than I do on the Duck and account. Well, if you just go to the Duck and the Usher page and then you push share, it should share it to your personal account. I'm try- yeah, I'm trying to, but it, it, it wants me to only share it to all the groups I'm a member of. Ooh. Well, anyway, let's see what next <clears throat> on the question. What is a great movie but a terrible adaptation? Man. Okay. Great movie, terrible adaptation. Uh, Starship Troopers, for one, I think, uh, 
it uh, it doesn't really follow the the book quite so well, but it's its own thing and it's great uh, because of that. I don't read a lot of fiction, so I have to say Finding Neverland because they got a lot of stuff historically inaccurate, like really bad. Yeah, in that film, mm. it's a good adaptation of Barry's life. Yeah, I mean it's fun, but I just remember kind of sucked. I just got one for um, the last one, which is also. Answer for this question. Mm. So, a movie that had no right being this good was uh, Constantine. Yeah, um, but it's also a terrible, terrible adaptation of the the comics, but also a great movie. I like the TV show they did. I yeah. can't believe they canceled that. I was upset. Yeah. So there's that because the guy who does the TV show is also the voice of Constantine in like all the animated movies. For yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> hmm. Another great. Uh, Movie, but a terrible adaptation. Dune, for sure. I mean, it always comes back to Dune for me, right? All roads lead Dune. I need to. I need to put a chalkboard here. Uh-huh. It says Dune references, and every time you make one, I just just put a little That's thing there. Hilarious. I think we need to do that. Fish's Dune references, or, or instead, of, it's like how many days safe since a Dune reference? Yeah. <laughs> it's not zero. How many days since a Dune reference? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> let's see. Terrible adaptations. Uh, I, f- I feel like some people might say Jurassic Park. Yeah, because it was very different than the book. Mm-hmm. Great movie, though. I can't know? wait for the new one to come out. Yeah? It's going to be so good. You're really excited for uh, it? Dude, the original cast is back, and they're in it for the whole movie. What? It's, it's just going to be... Not just a cameo? No, they're in it for the whole film. Hmm. Sam Neill dropped that little nugget when he was filming. He's like, we're, we're in it the whole movie. That's cool. So it's just going to be like a nice wet massage for my nostalgia button. Okay. <laughs> That's what's going to happen. I'm of the opinion that Jurassic Park 3 is better than people remember it. It's better than 2. It's a monster. Yeah. Definitely better than 2. It's more of a cat and mouse monster movie. I mean, 1 will always be. <laughs> sure. You can't. I mean, I, we, watched well, it. we watched it the so other day. We watched it the other day, and I'm like, God damn, the graphics still hold up. Yeah, they do. The effects. The effects. It's just because of what... It was the perfect use of CGI mm-hmm. and animatronic and how they blended it together. Mm-hmm. And then some of the, I think it was like Jurassic World, not Jurassic World, the, the newest the Lost one. World. The, no. Oh, Jurassic World, yeah. Yeah, Jurassic World. The first one, I I didn't really get it that well because they used too much effects and they didn't yeah. do that right blend right. of effects versus animatronic yeah. because it tricks the eye of like, was that one real or is that one not? Right. <clears throat> yeah, the blend on the first one short is still real good. And Phil Tippett um, was also the guy who did uh, the the effects for. Uh, <laughs> I love those things where it says, you know, animals, uh, dinosaur supervisors like Phil Tippett, and everybody, yeah. everybody's talking to him like, man, you just failed at your job. <laughs> well, there was a line um, in the movie that was spoken by Jeff Goldblum that was, uh, like I said, by some of the effects guys because. Phil Tippett was doing the stop motion animation for the the, the T Rex running, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then somebody sent in test footage of the the new CG version of it, and it was a little smoother. And someone says, "Well, looks like we're out of a job." And someone's like, "Don't you mean extinct?" And uh, and that's what they snuck that line into that that business when they're going up the stairwell in the uh, welcome center. That's funny. Yeah. And uh, Phil Tippett did the effects on Starship Troopers, and those still really hold up well. We talked about that a few weeks ago. I don't know who um, Mellow Room is. Oh, uh, that Mellow Room, um, they are a podcast oh, as well nice. uh, that uh, Ray Morales knows. Mr. Lucas, what's up, you guys? Thanks for tuning in. Um, 
I usually uh, try to catch Ray Morales' show. Uh, I think it's still on Monday nights at 8 I on think Facebook Live. So, yeah, I don't think he did it last week. Uh, he didn't do it. He I, didn't do it this Monday. He didn't do it this no. Monday. Okay. I think he posted it. I was a guest on his show one time. So, if you like, uh, you know, comedy and things about uh, booze and uh, and and boxing or fighting and uh, various other things, Ray Morales Monday nights at eight. Uh, go check him out. RMS, on Facebook Live. Right? The RMS, the Ray Morales show. Ray Morales. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for tuning in, guys. What's our next question? So okay. Uh, I feel like this is just going to turn into a drinking session. <clears throat> um, usually our Facebook lives do turn into a drinking session. For they something, do. Um, what's your favorite dystopian movie? Ooh, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Dystopian movie. Do you mean like in the future, like, or just like this Mad Max type of thing? Or when you mean dystopian, like, yeah, yeah. Like uh, post-apocalyptic or post-apocalyptic. Like I, I guess you can use dystopian as a catch-all, but I guess dystopian more specifically would mean like where the world is now under like some like ironclad rule, mm, like yeah. uh, equilibrium is a great one, which is really just a, a rip off of Fahrenheit 451. Man. That one is. <clears throat> Iron Fist rule. I don't know. Let's think. Think uh, Fahrenheit four fifty one. Yeah, you know equilibrium. Uh, uh, you got I, one. Yeah. Well, I you just go. said two. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh. Oh. Um. Doomsday was a movie by Neil Marshall that I think was pretty under the radar. And it uh, it has to do with it, it's I think it's set in Ireland or somewhere in the UK. I don't know, Ireland's not in the UK, but um, it's uh, the world was like ravaged by some uh, disease, and so they walled off uh, the the healthy people or the people with money or whatever, and they have these big giant doors, <laughs> and out in the world is uh, uh, just like random roving bands of people, kind of like Mad Max, um, but it's like. It's a mishmash of a movie. It kind of feels like uh, Mad Max meets Dawn of the Dead or Land of the Dead uh, meets uh, an action movie, uh, Cannibals. Uh, it's it's pretty rad. I liked it. I, I guess I could say like Children of Men. I guess yeah. that fits. That's a good oh, one. Man. That's a fun one. That's a, yeah, I, don't, I don't know. Oh, fun, fun is the word I'd use, but it's, it's a, good a great movie. movie. It's yeah. a great movie. So, yeah, I would man, have to say that. That movie was tense. Like, but, real tense. And then, and then if I want to go like bad, I'd be like Waterworld. Okay, yeah, that's pretty dystopian, I guess. I think Children sure, of Men. I sure. think fits that that question a sure. little better. Uh, Hell comes to Frogtown. <laughs> Hell comes to Frogtown. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a Roddy Piper movie from uh, I'm here to kick ass chew bubblegum. Yeah, from, all out of bubble that's gum. a good dystopian. Um, they live. Yeah, that's sort of dystopian, is it not? I don't know. I mean, we we'll use the term loosely for that one, but. Yeah, because so, I mean, we, like we are being run by yeah. those kind of like yeah. creature things. So yeah, sort I of guess a clandestine, so. you know, secret hand minority report. Would that be one? Maybe I don't Maybe. know. Maybe. Not really run. By, I mean, they're kind of like scared of the yeah. murder factory. Oh, uh, okay. You know what? That takes me back to our first question: an actor that elevates everything he's in. Max von Sydow. Yes, everything that guy is in. Just brings it to uh, Jesus, Megan. How many times are you gonna tune in? You got like 
Megan Hook is watching. Megan Hook is watching. Megan Hook is watching. Uh, I should probably just tune it out, tune it in. Yeah, why not? Right on. Thanks to everybody who is uh, tuned in. Drop a comment. Uh, Drop a nugget. Let us let us know what you uh, what you want to know about your favorite movies. Bow. Okay. I think I need to record that. Just be like, wow. Wow. Oh, my God. Dystopian. Dystopian. All right, what else we got? Okay. Um, what is a great soundtrack from a bad movie? Mm. Drop a comment. What is a great soundtrack from an otherwise bad movie? Bad film. Great comment. <clears throat> great question. Great question. Good comment. <laughs> soundtrack to a bad film. Man. Mine is Batman Forever. Yeah, Seal. I mean, and there's a can't go wrong with that. Smashing Pumpkins, U2, uh, Jewel. I believe Godzilla. I had a pretty good one. Yeah, with the wallflowers on that. We yeah. could be you. P Diddy and uh, Jimmy Page, Puff yeah, Daddy got, and Jimmy Page. Got a lot of stuff on that one. That yeah, was, that was a horrible film. We covered that one too. Yeah, yeah. I would say that good soundtrack to a bad movie. I, I again, I could say Finding Neverland, just because I, I just, yeah. I love that film, but I hate that it's historically inaccurate. But the, the music is beautiful. Uh huh. But yeah, no, I say Godzilla. I'm not so, not so much score. As much as this, the soundtrack where you have like uh, musical contributors and stuff. Oh, gotcha. <clears throat> Maximum Overdrive because it's all ACDC. All ACDC, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the whole fucking thing is. So. That is a good one. Yeah, I think that would probably be about it. Okay. I would say like the best soundtrack is like Fourth Gump. Uh, yeah. Because it just had like everything in it. It's a really good soundtrack. The Big Chill. The Big Chill. I, I actually used to have the CD for The Big Chill. Yeah. And I was a little kid and I, did, I thought that was like the band. And I'm like, what? the band was a big chill. Yeah, I was, but I'm looking at it. I'm like, fuck Jeff. I mean, like, there's like really famous actors on this. Are they in a band. And, uh, I think my <laughs> yeah. dad had it, and I just would listen to it because I had good music. Yeah, and then I didn't realize it was a movie until like uh, know, I got older. <laughs> the Wayne's World soundtrack, one and two. Yeah, great. Because I remember being those very are good movies. I like those movies. I do too. I was very young when that first one came out, and I didn't understand that Bohemian Rhapsody wasn't the guys in the car. <laughs> You know, <clears throat> I thought it was them because the music video was was them, and it brought brought the that song back to popularity. And um, I uh, I didn't realize it was Queen. And then my dad had Queen's greatest hits on like CD or tape. I think it was a tape. And I used to listen like, to that. Listen to that all the Dumb time. And, Dumb and Dumber's got a pretty good soundtrack. Yeah, I used to have that CD, the Dumb and Dumber soundtrack. What's that there? song that Nick always does? Uh, the Hurdy Gurdy Band? No, no, no. Uh, oh. Um, New Age Girl, yeah, New Age Girl. Yeah, Him and I, I love sing, that song. Yeah, Mary Moon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. New Age Girl, Dead Eye <laughs> Dick. Don't eat meat, but she sure like the bone. There's a yeah. Nick always wants me to find. I think it's the Butthole Surfers version of Hurdy Gurdy Man. Was like I'm a Hurdy Gurdy Man. I gotta listen to that again. Yeah, no, the, the, I like butthole, butthole the Butthole Surfers version is like because they put like the the effects where it's like it's greatest band name of all time. Butthole surfers. The butthole surfers. Yeah. All right. What's up next? Um, oh, I did want to mention the Snatch is also has a great soundtrack. That's a great movie. Great movie. Great soundtrack. 20th anniversary, I believe, this year. Is it? Yeah. Oh, I can double check. Look at it. All right. What is a film that you wish you could watch again for the first time? Usual Suspects. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. I always like, I, I would really like to... 
that's why you, you watch those weird twist ending movies with yeah. other people just so you can kind of like feed off of their response. Yeah. Sometimes you watch like, you know, the ending. Like, yeah. Yeah. Probably that one. Hmm. I mean, Hook is my favorite film. Yeah. Just I mean, for the, the, like the, the spectacle of a movie that you like when you see it for the first time, you're blown oh, away. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I would say probably a movie like, I don't, well, I don't know. Uh, Saving Private Ryan would be incredible to see again for the first time because I remember the first time I did see it, I was blown away. I saw that in theaters. <laughs> I didn't, but yeah, I remember. Hmm. Uh, yeah. January 19th, 20, uh, 2001. So yeah, 2021. So yeah, 20th anniversary, 20th of Snatch. anniversary of snatch. Look at that. Hmm. Movie. What's, what's another one you'd like to see for the first time? There's so many. Back, 2000. To, back to the Future. I mean, yeah. it's pretty. It's probably going to be a lot of those like childhood movies, Star Wars. Yeah, like I would say, I think that's probably the top for a lot. Star of Wars and Empire Strikes Back. I remember. I never. I remember watching Star I d- Wars. I don't remember the first time I ever watched Star Wars. I don't either because I grew up with ah. it, so I don't remember. Actually, no, I do remember the first time I watched it, but I also remember the first time I like truly paid attention to it. And I think I was I was pretty young. I was in New York with my mother. Um, very young, and uh, I think my cousin and her boyfriend at the time, who is still her her husband, they've been married a long time, had Star Wars, and we were over there watching it, and I I was kind of in and out. I wasn't really. I was a kid, and I was kind of like eh, ooh, spaceships, <laughs> <clears throat> and then didn't really like pay that much attention to it. And then it was around like 1995 or six or seven when they did the 20th anniversary special edition. Um, Sam Hetland says uh, Forrest Gump. I don't know if he was referring. What do you, to, Sam? What are you referring to? Yeah. Forrest Gump is that? A, oh, the, a movie you'd want to watch again for the first time? Possibly. Remember, like the because that yeah, that's a good one. They're a little behind us. Oh yeah, remember and like the delay. Yeah. Um, and then I, it was it was around the 20th anniversary special edition when they were re-released in theaters and they, and George Lucas went back and like changed everything mm. or you know updated things, and so I, that was the first time I really like really honed in. And like watched Empire Strikes Back and let the emotional kind of like anchor of the film really get to me, and and uh, yeah, he I'm says a, first time watching, yeah. I remember, when, I remember when they did the, yeah, Billy Damon. Billy's the guy who taught me magic. At oh, cool. He says Star Wars. Yeah, Happy Birthday, Billy. His, his birthday was oh, his birthday? a couple days ago or yesterday. Cool. I remember. Happy belated. Yeah, I remember. I remember when that came out when the uh, the re releases yeah. came out, and we went and saw it at the the, the Kissimmee East or West or yeah, yeah, the, the East Six. Yeah, and my dad bought me and my brother tickets to see all three of them because uh-huh. you know as we're kids, you're watching on the television the VHS. And my dad would always walk by and go, "Nope, better in theaters. It's better in theaters." Oh, you know, really? He remembers. Well, yeah, he's like, I remember '77 when that fucking thing came yeah. over. He's like, it blew your mind. So my dad was talking about too. He's like, when you see that ship come over yeah. and it just <sighs> never ends. Unless I love about space balls when it just keeps going and going and going. It says we break for no one. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Hey, you know what? I remember uh, cutting edge special effects. That's right. That movie did a whole lot for uh, filmmaking in general. I did. I did uh, my senior project in high school on Star Wars. I watched a really great documentary about that. I can't remember what it was about. I think it was like the the creation of um, LucasArts, like the what am I talking about? The special effects company. Oh, um, ILM? Yeah, ILM. I watched Industrial the documentary about that. Yeah, about yeah, how they got their start is pretty interesting. Well, they, they created the Pixar computer as well. Um, I don't know if it was called that then. No, but... but they started a lot of those. They literally had to invent um, 
things just to create those special effects. Um, and they were running so far behind because like they yeah. shot everything. And they're like, we don't know what it's going to look like. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, it gave us what we what we got now. They, I think they created also the first nonlinear editing computer. So then film editing changed too uh, because of their inventions, mm-hmm. uh, so to speak. I was going to look up uh, some of the answers that our our, our um, followers had to some of these questions as well you could do that i'll get us another uh another round another beer another beer okay it's time for a beer dun 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 okay so the question i think we were just talking about was uh favorite dystopian movies or movies i wish we could watch again so let's see what some of you guys said we had uh Jenny French uh, said Neverending Story and The Usual Suspects. Uh, Matthew, uh, Matt Boggs said Ghostbusters. That would be a good one to see again for the first time. One or two? One. Okay. Uh, Wayne Lukash, a uh, good friend of mine from back in the day, said Frailty. I don't think I've ever... What's Frailty? Frailty is excellent. Have I seen that one? Uh, Tell me the basis to it. It is... Um, Bill Paxton and uh, Matthew McConaughey, who plays an older version of a character. And what what happens is Bill Paxton gets this vision from a, uh, Michael, the angel or something, who comes down while he's working on a car and hands him like a flaming sword or something and says and gives him this power to identify demons in the real world. And so Bill Paxton goes out and like starts saying, that's a demon and and starts killing people. And like burying them in his backyard, and like one son believes him, the other one doesn't. Thinks he's just just being a psycho. And then by the end of the movie, you find out that it was true. What? Why, yeah. Why haven't we covered this thing? Uh, it. I did think it do, it's in the bucket. Did it do really well? I don't think it did well. No. Oh, okay. Somebody here. I can't read the name. It looks Russian. Said zombie strippers. Okay. Um, Allison Hunt uh, said the Sixth Sense. That'd be a great one to see the for for the first time. Josh Glover. Uh, said The Departed would be one he would like to uh, watch again for the first time. And your brother uh, answered Cloverfield. Yeah, I saw Cloverfield in theaters. That was a good one. Yeah, I like that one. So Feralty came out in 2001. Oh, wow. Or release date 2002. Box office was $17.4 million, So I really don't think it did well. So we might be able to throw that in uh, there. Going back to our soundtrack question, uh, Derek Marin had also said... Uh, uh, even though he's not a fan of the movies, the Twilight flicks have good mo- good tunes, I, good soundtrack. I, I remember s- Muse being. I've on there. seen all three of them, uh-huh. but I don't remember watching them. Oh, <laughs> he also said Tron Legacy and Garden State both have really great. Garden State had a great soundtrack. Yeah. Uh, Didn't Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind have a pretty good one? I think so. I don't remember uh, much about the soundtrack, but uh, yeah. Those are some answers there. What was our most recent question? No, 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 no. What film you can watch again for the first time? Yeah, we just answered that. We just did that. What's so, our next one? Uh, here, here's one that your your wife submitted to us. Uh, um, what is a movie food that you wish you could try? Oh, she knows my answer. Oh, she does. She, oh, yeah, she does. Oh. It's the fucking banquet feast and hook. Yeah, dude. Yeah, no. <laughs> Like I literally, I really wanted that to be like our wedding, just like, like spread. Yeah, with like the, with I the big it, cheese that, it's those with the pie, face no, on it's it. Those pies, okay. Like the, where they have the food fight. Yeah, and I'm like, I just it. 
it looks like whipped cream, but it's not. It's almost like a Play-Doh looking thing, but it looks, looks like delicious. Icing or just like like a whipped frosting. Uh, everything, even the cheese with thud butt on it. Mm, yeah, man, that was his face. That was his face. Yeah, I always thought it was cheese. like just a sun. No, it's him. If you rewatch oh. it, it's him. Yeah, thud butt. Thud butt. What a great name for him. What a great name. Yeah, <laughs> thud butt. Wasn't wasn't the dude with the the accordion? Uh, Stephen Stills. Yeah. Oh, or, no, was it was it Stephen Stills or was it Crosby? Crosby? I think it was Crosby. Okay. Yeah. Long live the hook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's him. Yeah. Isn't he get like he gets a crowd shot from Thudbutt? He right? does. He's like, he does. <laughs> yeah, he was in it a lot. If I there's a movie food that I'd love to try that steak that Cipher has in the Matrix, that that bite looked good. You wouldn't want like the ninety sixer. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> from Green you bet. Oh man, hell yeah! I'd love to try that. <laughs> um, the gray stuff from Beauty and the Beast. What's the gray stuff? Try the gray stuff. Try the gray stuff. He's delicious. Don't believe me? Ask the dishes. I think it might be like mashed potatoes or something. Great. Oh, that's fine. Could be. French cuisine. Um, What's another food? Oh, uh, that stuff from Holes. Sploosh. Oh, yeah. Or whatever it's called. Yeah. Uh, there's another- Brain grain. <laughs> from We're Back. Solvent green. Soylent green? Soylent green. It's people. I know. Ugh. <laughs> So many movie foods. There's a lot. I also would like to eat like one of the pies from Pushing Daisies. You ever watch that show? No. He you ever you ever seen that show? I don't think like, so. Like he has a power where like if he touches a dead thing, it'll come to life, but something else will die. Oh. So he owns a pie shop, so he gets all this rotten fruit and he just touches it, and it becomes like hmm. brand new fruit and he makes pies. And the pies always look really good. Anything from Ratatouille? Yeah. Including the Ratatouille. The pancakes from Pippi Longstockings. Oh, fuck Remember those yeah. as a kid, like the big old towers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or Anything that, from a cartoon. That giant. Yeah, that that was that was really the basis for her question. Yeah, like movie food. Oh, she talked about the pizza in a uh, Goofy movie. Oh yeah, with that cheese stretch. Cheesy the Living Tower cheese. Yeah. Oh, hey, buddy. Come on, a little smokage. <laughs> hey, buddy. I'm a weasel. I'm fucking Polly Shore. Weasel the juice. It's the juice from uh, Encino Man. Yeah. No, weasel the juice. <laughs> Can we try the Slurpees? Yeah. Reese's Pieces from E.T. I mean, we've all had Yeah, those. everybody has. It's not really a made-up really, Yeah, it's really more about the made-up stuff. <clears throat> uh, maybe, that, maybe that giant pancake from Uncle Buck. I was just thinking about yeah. that. Yeah. But I feel like we've all had <laughs> pancakes. Giant pancakes, yeah. <laughs> I love that. Was that the same scene where, like, the, the drunken clown comes up? He's like, get in your mouse. <laughs> get out of here. It's been a long time since I've seen Uncle Buck, actually. Wasn't it... Remade or scheduled to be remade? I think it was scheduled with, to be remade. With well, Kevin the, Hart or something? No, The Great Outdoors got remade. Oh. Okay. I don't know if it did or didn't, but I don't, if I it did, heard, it didn't do well. thought I heard rumors. Uh, Daniel Valentine says, uh, great, great job. show. The Pushing Jay-Z. Yeah. yeah, it's an awesome show. That's my buddy Dan. How'd you right do, on. Dan? How'd you do? It, we listened to him singing last night, remember? Oh, that's right. That's my buddy. Yeah. That's some good stuff there, homie. Yeah. Played some of the old... Uh, Recordings we did years, many years ago. Once upon a time, we did recording. It's been eighty-seven years, <laughs> <laughs> or however long. I love when she throws it in there. Whoop! She yes. does. You do a little whoop. Mm. I'm just gonna throw this price. Now I'm thinking chip. about movie food. <clears throat> I used to. I used to have a great book, and I sent it to um, a friend of mine, Blake Douglas. It was a book. It's called Last Meals, mm-hmm. and it actually had the, oh, it like had, it had prisoners. The, 
No, uh, oh. like people who died, like famous people, had like John Candy's like recipes and stuff. And one of them, they had like the full course meal of the Titanic, like the breakfast and how to make it. Oh, so it's a really cool book. You can buy it online. Uh, Terry says those big ass dino ribs from the Flintstones. Yeah, yeah no, Terry. you're totally right. What's up, Terry? It's from one of my Newburn homies. Yeah, no, that yeah, that would be great. The protein bars from Snowpiercer. Ugh, Oof. they're made of cockroaches. No way. <laughs> The big ass dino ribs. Okay, I remember. Wasn't it McDonald's had like a uh, promotional campaign with the Flintstones in '94? Yeah, was it the McRib, like the thing? I think so. Yeah, I remember you, you got, got like little Bam Bam like little cups and stuff, right? Yeah, they yeah. had the 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 glasses, the 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 excuse me, the promotional glasses that were very much like the Batman, Batman Forever ones. ones, which I think my mother still has a few of, like both of those. I'm not sure, but yeah, the big ass dino ribs. A popcorn from Real Genius. Yes, yeah, that's a great movie. We need to cover that one, man. See, a, a lot of people contribute that to be Val Kilmer's first film, but it's not top secret. Top secret it was, but I think the way it was released, it was weird. Sort of like uh, Uma Thurman's situation with uh, <laughs> Baron Munchausen. Yeah, exactly. Being her first, but it wasn't. It wasn't because it was another the one. The way they were. The food from the Lost Boys. Yeah, oh, that's, oh yeah, that's yeah, I, yeah, I said that earlier, Tyler. Tyler, yeah. What's up, Ty? Ty. Which I Tyler got the big poster behind me of her, yeah back here right up there here. yeah no that food yeah that, that that never the never feast is what it's called yeah never feast it's all my favorite never foods yeah yams chocolate feet I I used to love would you that. blow on this yeah yeah <laughs> thank you how can I eat Gandhi ate more than this <laughs> <laughs> yeah I love the uh, the the insults they say back and forth to each other too. Your root glue, loop, bag of pre-chew food, dude. dude. Megan and I can't watch the movie because we'll just sit there. And, like, I, I can listen to the soundtrack and quote the movie to the soundtrack because I know what part is coming up because it's John Williams. He did such a phenomenal. Yeah, I th- it's probably my favorite John Williams score because yeah. nothing really repeats itself too much. Like the yeah. know, the main theme will repeat a little bit, but yeah. almost every song is very different for the dramatic piece of it. What about the hot chocolate from the Santa Claus that the little elf brings oh, him? Yeah, she like gives the, the recipe or whatever. Bangerang. Bangerang. Yeah, yeah. Bangerang. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I think we really stumbled upon something good here. Everybody's chiming in. Yeah. Um, I need another one. I need so, this other another good food. I'm trying to think about like what uh, what Babish makes and binging with Babish. Uh, you really know what? Uh, Ed, Ed and Eddie, I'd love to have one of those jawbreakers. Oh, yeah. Because they're like... Oh, oh, shit. Anything from Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Oh, yeah. Why I want to go into that room and that? eat... Anything in that room. I want to sip from the, eat the chocolate cup. river. The, the tea. Cup. I don't know about the chocolate river. I, I read something that it smelt horrible during like the production. It like, probably wasn't really it, chocolate. No, it's not. But it was just whatever they were like the dyes. And yeah, stuff. It just but I'm thinking like good. if let's say we're in that fantasy world, you know. <laughs> I was I was actually talking about that the other day. Were you with me? That I don't think the so. reason that was like the reason Willy Wonka gave the the chocolate factory away is because OSHA was about to just crack down. So he's like, <laughs> "Here, you take a kid. Sign here." <laughs> Tyler says pancakes from Uncle Buck. Yeah, yep. that's a good one. Hafa Adai from Saipan. I don't know that. Is this a, a from Brad Rusala? Hafa Adai from Saipan. Saipan. Is that, is that a, a movie? Is that a movie? Is Can you elaborate place? on that one for yeah. us, man? Let us know. Yeah. What's our next one? Uh, I'm really enjoying talking about, about movie food. food. You're just going to make me hungry. Yeah, I know. I'm getting there. Um, <clears throat> oh, you know what? 
that feast, like in uh, in Mrs. Doubtfire, when yeah. he's cooking and he, he ruins everything, he's got to order oh, the he food. Gets the takeout, yeah, and he said, "Oh, that looked that looked good, good too. too." Little 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 thin carrots that he separates. What about that scene in Vacation or European Vacation where Audrey's just like being fed food until she like oh, yeah. expands? <laughs> yeah, all kinds of good I, stuff. I, yeah, I think I would. I think I would really want the never food, like the never feast. Yeah, and then probably the perfected version of the. Three course chewing gum. Oh really yeah, the perfected version. Cause I don't want to blow up anything from the movie. Yeah, right. Yeah. Anything from the movie Chef. Oh yeah, dude. Every yeah. time I watch that, I, make, I want to go eat a Cuban yeah. sandwich. Or- I don't even like ham, but I, I want to try oh. one of those. I bought some really good ham today. Did you? Yeah. Was it Black Forest? No, it's like a ham with like a like a roasted tomato basil-y thing on the side. It's delicious. Okay. All right. Maybe I'll make All you right. a sandwich later. Right. Be nice. <laughs> I gotta, I'm gonna have to pee here real soon. Um, all right, let's, let's move along. That was a great question. I'm having a lot of fun talking about that because I, w- I definitely want to do like movie food videos on on my TikTok page. Yeah, definitely. eventually. Because I want to get like Babish's cookbook, and there's another like movie cookbook that's out there. I think he has two of them. Um, and just make things from movies. Do you remember dinner in a movie on like TBS or TNT or something like that? I think, yeah, it's like a weekday thing where maybe it was a Friday. I think it was just be a dinner and a movie and um yeah, the old 96er. Absolutely, Brad. Um where they would watch uh, some movie and they would make some food and it was like uh, just like a couple of hosts, like a man and a woman. And anyway, there's a cookbook out there of those things oh, from nice. the, like the 90s and I kind of want to get my hands on that. Okay, let's move along from oh, real quick. Food. I, yeah. I do have to do anything. Uh, an actor that's never had a leading role but always steals the thing. Uh-huh. Um, Oliver Platt. Oh, he kind of steals the show for just, sure. Just because you said Babish, and that's his name in West Wing, so it made me think of Oliver Platt. And I'm like, oh yeah, that's, that's actually the reason why he named his show "Binging with Babish," because uh, Andrew Ray is the host and creator for "Binging with Babish." He's a huge West Wing fan. Oh, okay. And so he named the show Binging with Babish because of... Oliver Platt. Oliver Platt. Yeah, okay. I was wondering. I was like... And, uh... Oh, hey, Shay. Shay. Shay Abramo. Hello. One of our uh, Patreon. Hey, give us a call. Uh, go back to that, um... Our group chat on Quarantine Leap and, uh, shoot us a phone call. Yeah. Right we'll, now. We'll answer it. Right now. Uh, the number should be in the in the group chat, so let us know. Um, okay, so we're gonna move on. Move on from that. Our our next question is: What is a movie from your childhood that gives you the feels? I mean, it's right behind me. It's hook always. Up. Yeah, but I'll change it. But there is. I'll a, is there it. another one? Little Nemo. Okay. And the uh, and the Adventures in Slumberland. Kajima, pajama. Yeah, I mean that's right, right there. Oh, we got a phone call. Oh, here we go. Phone call coming in. You're on Duck and the Usher. Oh my gosh, this is so exciting! Hello. It's Shay Money. Hi, gentlemen. Hello. What's going on? Not much. We, Shay is one of our Patreons and a phenomenal painter. Yeah. I, I love everything you post. Excellent artist. One Thank of my you. best good homies from uh, back in the AK, uh, representing uh, South Carolina right now. How are you, Mama? Not too shabby, guys. Working on some more. Oh. Say it again. On a podcast. I'm working on the new parcel of Pals Box. Oh, yeah, you want to plug that? What's Parcel of Pals? So Parcel of Pals is an epic way to basically shop from amazing artists all in one hit. So you get a box of about 15 gifts, create eight-plus people, handcrafted, and awesome, super affordable, and 
if you don't like what's in it, then you gift it to somebody that would. And it's just a really good way to pass around local community artists. Neat. <laughs> Fantastic. And these are all artists based in uh, South Carolina, right? Right where you are. Actually, um, I've even had people from Alaska. I've had uh, Pennsylvania. I've had Florida. So Excellent. it's definitely in the USA. It's not all local, but um, it's okay. all people I know. So it's got to be groovy, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> so Parcel of Pals is a uh, is a, a gift set where you get, where you get one box full of a random assortment of things from different handcrafted people. Is that correct? That's it. That is it. That sounds awesome. We need to Where make can sure we find that? Yeah, we'll share that on uh, on our page. Yeah. Is there a website? Yeah, I'll send you a, a very uh, one of my great ads. You know, you love those. Oh Christmas. yeah, you do have some really great uh, like uh, videos that you put together, kind of like TikTok. You need to get on TikTok with the stuff you do. I know, I know. Teach me your ways, guys. <laughs> Take your time. I know you're always busy. Well, we 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 were just asking a question, so maybe you can answer. Yeah. It. Do you uh, want to? What what childhood movie gives you the feels? Oh, Drop Dead Fred. That's a great one. All right, it's a great film. Nice. Well, what, what about Drop a, Dead Fred? What about a sad one? Cry. Yeah, is there any sad um, ones? Bad, sad ones. Oh, <laughs> Never Ending Story, without a doubt. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I and think, uh, uh, My Girl, the whole Beast oh, thing. Oh man, I haven't seen that in forever. Destroyed my heart. I'm signing off. <laughs> <laughs> Where's my tissue? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Land Before Time. I can't watch that. Land Before Time. Oh, man. Dude, the first 10 minutes of like bawling like a little girl. So I, I was just great. thinking of, well, We're Back. I know we already mentioned that one. Yeah, that gives me one. feels. An American Tale. Super random. Super random movie. Actually, the first time I cried in a movie theater was City Slickers 2. Where oh. the cow gets caught in the river. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Strange. I know. Random as hell, but that totally happened. <laughs> yeah, City, City Slickers, Slickers 2, 2, The Search for Curly's Gold. Oh, yeah. That's a great one. <laughs> Excellent. All right, gentlemen. Hey, thanks for calling in. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, bye. you bet. See ya. Bye. bye. I would say an American tale, All Dogs Go to Heaven. Um, There's another one that, that was really good. Yeah, I think the, the, the Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh, like the, yeah. the Disney one, I used to watch that a lot as a kid, especially when I was sick. Yeah. It was like something I could watch, I could fall asleep, wake up. There's a lot of kid movies. I mean, Rocketeer. Oh, is yeah. Probably one of my, uh, Rocketeer is probably up there with Hook and probably uh, one of my faves. Radio Flyer. Yeah, that's kind of a that sad one? movie. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, Dad Beats His Kids. Yeah. You know, because what was it like? It wasn't a belt. It was like a, a plug that was in, that used to keep in the 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 oven. Oh, I can't recall. Yeah, I remember it's been that. a while since I the, watched it. Because it was like a switch or something. You keep it in the oven. And the, or the kid used to hide it in the oven. And then the dad was trying to beat him. He couldn't find it. Yeah. And then when you find it, he beat him more. My grandmother, um, rest her soul. Love you, Grandma. She used to say uh, when I was younger that I reminded her of um, Elijah Wood. And I guess younger me did look a little bit more like Elijah Wood. I don't so now. Because Elijah Wood still looks like younger oh, Elijah, Elijah Wood. Wood. My brother used to look like Fred <laughs> Savage. Oh yeah! Can, when when, when, the, when, when the Wonder Years came out in Greece, yeah. like every Greek family member called my grandmother and was like, "Why did you tell us Nick was on TV?" You're kidding? No, no joke. Really? Nick, Nick really did look like Fred wow. Savage from the Wonder funny. Years. Um, what do we right. got? So, uh, Nick, we're gonna move on here. Uh, a film that has had the most like psychological effect on you, and I don't know if I'm wording that in a, in the right way for the answer I'm seeking. But I guess uh, to reword it, uh, a film that has had like a big impact on you that kind of helps maybe make you think about things a little differently. 
like uh, made me think about or changed like a direction in my life? Uh, maybe a bit of both. Okay. Um, Chaplin. I know that sounds weird. Okay. I remember watching Chaplin when it really late at night. It was just no. The on. film itself doesn't have to be like psychological. No, like, no, yeah, no. This this made me fall. Like I watched that movie Robert Downey Jr. when I was God. 11 years old uh-huh. and it made that gave me my fascination with charlie chaplin yeah. so i went back and just hey dad i want charlie chaplin movies i want this i pretty much owned every chaplin movie known to man at one point yeah so that that really shifted a dynamic of yeah. the way that i think about films <clears throat> and knowledge as far as like change me psychologically but yeah I, I don't want that to sound too heavy like yeah. I, I don't mean to say like, like tripping it, out balls man like um, oh it changed my life but maybe change the way you think about things. I would say, like, um, I mean, there's a lot of documentaries and stuff like that. Oh, sure, that definitely. Yeah, it doesn't have to be a fiction. Different. Um, yeah. There's a movie hmm. called Babel that uh, made me think a lot about how interconnected we all are, um, and it was by uh, Inaritu, um, a director I think who did Birdman. Yeah, it was one of his earlier films from the mid 2000s with Brad Pitt, Kate Blanchett, and it's about how. Well, the name is pretty clever because it, it refers to, like, language barriers and, you know, the whole Tower of Babel story in the Bible. And uh, I, I enjoyed it. It made me think a lot about how, you know, we are all connected in some way, like sort of like a butterfly effect, if you will. And that kind of, like, you know, made me think a little differently about things. The Fountain, I know I talk about that one all the time, but that one had a huge uh, effect on me and, like, how I think about death. You know, uh, awakenings maybe. Okay, uh, I mean, there's stuff like that, like like like, like flowers for Algernon, like uh, awakenings, fucking... things like that, where it's like someone is, uh, you know, can't move and then wakes up and then and then goes back to fearless their... with Jeff Bridges. You ever see Fearless? Holy crow! I was super young when I saw that one, and that one did something to me. Uh, same with what dreams may come. You know, well, that's a good, yeah. I would say that's just a phenomenal yeah. film. Yeah, Max von Sydow, bro. Hey, you keep talking about that. I'm going to take a little whiz break. Okie dokie. Keep talking about what? Psychological movies. Psychological, yeah, the question that I'm not really great with. What's our next question, actually? Movie food. Give you the feels. A film you love from an actor you hate. Oh, God, an actor I hate. Oh, I keep hitting my elbow. Um, I really, really... John Malkovich, he's a good actor. I just don't like the way he looks. He reminds me of somebody that I'm not a huge fan of. But, oh, favorite movie from that actor. Man, I think he was pretty good in Of Mice and Men with Gary Sinise. I mean, he's good in everything, really. Being John Malkovich, I thought, was really funny. Uh, Man, yeah, who else don't I like? I think there's many actors I superly dislike. There's some actresses I'm not a huge fan of. What's that girl's name from Twilight? Uh, Daniel Valentine says Clockwork Orange. Oh, yeah, from uh, The Psychological Effect. Yeah, no, Clockwork Orange, definitely. That's a great film. I know um, that actor just uh, redid some photo shoots for that. So you can check that out. Uh, I asked the question, like... uh, what film you love from an actor you hate? I said John Malkovich because I used to know a guy who looked like John Malkovich. And so every time I see John Malkovich, I'm like, I don't like that guy. 
You don't like John Malkovich? He's a good actor. I just every time I see his face, he reminds me of someone I really don't like. Oh, I see. So it's hard for me to see him on like stuff. So I was like, what movie would I do? I love from him, and it's probably of Mice and Men. I think he did like a phenomenal job in that with Gary Sinise. That was I thought that was Christopher Lloyd. No. Oh. What like the thinking? rabbit, like the rabbit. I'm thinking of like <laughs> one flew over the cuckoo's nest. Oh no, they, yeah, the Christopher Lloyd's in that one. <clears throat> but uh, what is a uh, Daniel uh, commented Clockwork Orange? Yeah, uh, that, that was for more psychological. Oh, uh, uh, okay, yeah, no, it yeah, definitely does for sure. Uh, John Malkovich is a good. I know Carl. I know this is my buddy Carl Skeens. Just don't like the way he looks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> good answer. <laughs> I just don't like the way he looks. Yeah, I just don't like the way he looks. <laughs> is that our question? Uh, movies, yeah, a, a film that, that has uh, no. It's a, a film you love from an actor you hate. <clears throat> Donnie Darko uh, is one of my favorite movies. I cannot stand Jenna Malone. I oh, she does this head shake when she delivers her lines, and I just want to be like, "Hold it still, stop it!" And I guarantee, if you watch any Jenna Malone movie, go back and watch it. Uh, oh, uh, shit, she's in Contact too. That one's good. Oh, well, there you, you know. go. There's your movie. You know. Yeah, I love Contact, but Jenna Malone. Well, she was also a kid then, and I don't know where she picked up this like head wobble. Every time she delivers a line, it drives me nuts. She's like Catherine Hepburn, like, hey, how are you Don't you find? Or George Clooney does a head bobble, too. You know? Harrison Ford's always pointing at people. Not that I, these little idiosyncrasies are something I find annoying, but hers specifically. Ugh. Stop it. Yeah, I'm trying to think of someone, like another actor I, like, I really dislike. <clears throat> I, I can name another movie from a bad performance, but an otherwise cool movie is Dracula. With uh, Keanu Reeves. Yeah, that is a bad performance. Trying to do a British accent. Yeah, but it was also like, whoa, you're Dracula. I've got a... Yeah, yeah. yeah. I whisper. Nina. Thing. Nina. Mina. Mina Harker. Come to me. The Fountain Dude, right? I know, Shay, right? It's crazy. I love that movie. We have name three favorite film heroes slash villains. Name three favorite film heroes. Does uh, that mean like characters or characters? Okay, not actors. Heroes. Hmm. Hmm. There's one uh, that kind of stands out for me. Obviously, your Indiana Joneses, your James Bonds, are all gonna Luke Skywalker's Harrison Ford. You know, pretty much everyone. Your classic hero. Yeah, those are all classic. Yeah. yeah, but if I had to pick one that sort of is. Untraditional. It's uh, I can't remember the actor uh, the actor's name, <clears throat> but in the uh, the Hills Have Eyes remake from Alexandra Aja, mm-hmm. uh, there's an actor in that. I, who, I saw that in theaters. I did too. Yeah, that actor. He also played Pyro in X Men Two. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know exactly. When he <laughs> when he like really like nuts up at the end of uh, um, Hills Have Eyes, and he gets that pickaxe and starts killing motherfuckers back and saves his daughter. I was like, that's that's some that's some brass swingers right there. I think I got some like classic heroes like yeah. Steve, Steve McQueen, Steve McQueen the, uh, for and, sure. Well, I would say in, in the Great Errol Escape, Flynn, you know. I'm oh yeah, like, Errol Flynn's a good one. But I'm, talking, I'm trying to like go like super like obscure like classic like who's a okay. good hero like man. Uh, would would Paul Newman count in what in uh like uh um Cool Hand Luke? Is that a film hero? That's a film hero for me. 
Yeah, I guess it could be a film hero for you. Yeah, because yeah. it's not. It doesn't really state. Yeah, I guess it's like who are your film heroes? Yeah, I would. Yeah, go ahead. My uh, boy says he can eat fifty eggs. He can eat fifty eggs. Yeah, Daniel, can't choose fifty eggs. Daniel Valentine also says Keanu was horrible and much ado about nothing. He was. Uh, the only saving <laughs> grace of that was uh, Emma Thompson and uh, what's his bucket? Uh, this is the one that. Uh, yeah, the one that uh, Daniel or that Daniel Jesus Denzel Washington's in. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. That, that's about it. Uh, film heroes, man. Film heroes. Come on, you got another one in there. I mean, there's fucking Rob Williams, Peter Pan, always. Peter Weller and Buckaroo Banzai, uh, was, uh, Daniel said just now. Oh, yeah. I, we, we're going to cover that. Ooh, Robocop. I've never seen that movie, Buckaroo Banzai. I haven't and either. I know Daniel's about to yell at me that yeah. I haven't seen it. Uh, another favorite film hero, um, Mel Gibson and Mad Max. I really dig that. Fury Road was good, too. I know it's not the actor so much so but the character max uh is great let's do some villains like rocketeer the guy uh, rocketeer i think is a timothy hero of mine. dalton well timothy dalton i was gonna say for a villain because oh, oh, oh. he played a pretty good bad guy in that that's right and he plays actually a very good bad guy in a lot of things like hot fuzz oh yeah he's, you know he he's like the, he's he's Bruce Campbell, that's a hero. Bruce Campbell, right? Oh, so, Boba Hotep. Yeah, so Bruce Campbell always plays like the B hero mm-hmm. in things, and then I think that, uh, oh my god, why did the name say Timothy Dalton is like the B villain? Yeah, you know, like they need to make a movie together. That'd it's be like great. two of the greatest B actors in my mind. Like even though Dalton played Bond, which was, I think, the worst Bond. But. Yeah, great film villains. Um. Jack Nicholson and uh, oh the Joker, no, well oh. the Joker's good. No, I was thinking uh, the the what's the Witches of Eastwick. Yeah, so good. In that. Uh, Brad just mentioned Ed Harris in The, the Abyss. Abyss. Oh, it's a, a great, great film movie. hero. Yes, you know what? Yes, villain hero Ed Harris and The Rock. Oh yeah, villain hero he kind of has a change of a, heart. Right, he's a end, war right? hero. That's like, but he's not gonna. Okay. You know, it's like, you really think I'm going to launch rock. these fucking rockets? You yeah. Know? Yeah. I really like the, uh, oh, wait, uh, Daniel reacted, what? And it was probably to you admitting, that both of us, so we hadn't seen Buckaroo Banzai. Yeah. John McClane, Die Hard. Yeah. He's uh, a hero. Shay says Gary Oldman is a great villain in just about everything. Facts. Yeah. No truer facts have been spoken. Um, John McClane, Die Hard. Well, I mean. Oh, hey, what's up? Uh, Shotgun Shack. Also, how you doing? I also think you know, uh, man, my brain is just not working today. It's probably because we didn't sit down with these questions yeah, before we, really we started and, and get, our, get our answers there. Yeah, Alan so, Rickman always plays a really good bad guy. Yeah, I mean, excellent. Alan, Alan Rickman, when he was alive, again should have won an award every Oscar called the Alan Rickman Award, and he just won every year. You know? <laughs> just for yeah, they bing, just, they just Alan, give they just give him one, and he walks away. Where, Where is, is the, rocket? the rocket? That's from Rocketeer. Oh yeah. Where's the rocket? I don't know. Uh, I well, I mean, okay, since we're talking about film villains. Tell tell Valentine I, I don't have it. Tell him I don't have it. Where's um, the rocket? Oh, uh, Jeremy Irons is a great villain uh, in a lot of stuff. I know we're kind of dancing around Die Hard right now with Alan Rickman and Jeremy Irons. Those are great. Two of my favorites. Oh, Denzel in Training Day. Yeah. Excellent. Alonzo, whatever his name is. Anthony, Anthony Hopkins, Hopkins and Hannibal, yeah, yep. of course. I mean, yeah, that's fantastic, phenomenal. Yeah, man, there's so many good ones. I was actually, I was just reading the Elephant Man, the play again because I was thinking about doing that. And oh I, yeah, all I can think of is Anthony Hopkins. Your name is John Manic. I it. am jo- not an John Manic. Your name is John Manic. 
Which uh, that movie was actually produced by Mel Brooks. Oh, yeah, interesting films. Penguin is one of my favorite film villains. Yeah, Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito. I actually asked a question uh, for trivia. Let's see if you know this one. Uh, Hit me. The movie starred Jim Carrey and featured Danny DeVito. Only movie they've been in together. Star Jim Carrey. Star Jim Carrey. Featured. Featured. Danny DeVito. Oh, snap. <laughs> Man on the Moon. Damn it. Yeah. I was, I was arriving. I was you, going through right. his 90s stuff. Yeah, because uh, Danny DeVito is in the taxi scene. That's right. For taxi. Well, wasn't he? He was also the guy that saw him perform as Bob Zmuda. Or, or no. Saw Bob. No, Bob Zmuda yeah, was, his, he, was his friend. He, he plays, Tony Clifton. Tony yeah, Clifton. He plays because he's he's the agent. Yeah, and that's he right. also plays himself as Danny DeVito. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That movie was pretty meta. I liked it. A Did lot. you see the documentary? The the Andy, Andy and Jim, Jim and Andy. Jim and Andy. No, I haven't. But Dude, I heard yeah. it's wild. It's pretty pretty nuts. Hmm. Well, I would say that is our. Uh, is that, that it? Our, is yeah, that all that's all of our questions, and we're at like one fifteen. That's pretty uh, pretty good. Pretty, there, pretty solid. We thank everybody for joining us on our little recent duck dive. We're going to try to do these Sam Jackson and Unbreakable. Yes, that is a, yes, yeah. definitely. Which I remember, I need to rewatch that movie. Yeah, because I watched it the first time. And was like meh. I feel like I need to rewatch it because I know that it's like that, and then Split, and then Glass. You know? Yeah, but it was like a twenty year gap between those sequels and Unbreakable, just sitting out there being great as fuck. For so long, and no one talking about it, and now you know we have the two sequels to it, which I think kind of diminish the power that movie had on its own, just being left alone. Left alone, yeah. I mean, I remember well I, before the superhero. I craze. can't remember if I saw it in theaters or not. So I think my brother or my stepbrother at the time, Man I, on the Moon. Yeah, we mentioned that one. That's a great one. Um, I saw it on DVD uh, in like two thousand, two thousand one, or no, maybe it was, maybe it was like sometime when I was in high school. Excuse me, but. Yeah, I don't know if uh, the sequels are going to hold up quite as well because that first one was just too good. Yeah, I I didn't watch Split or and I didn't watch Glass yet, but I heard, I heard Split. You haven't? Was, no, I haven't. I heard Split was good. Split's fine. Split Split's pretty good like on James its McAvoy. own because it, it spends more time with James McAvoy and his his amazing ability to go to through switch like seven between, different characters. Or yeah, whatever. and uh, uh, Glass just really really leans into the superhero stuff and doesn't really like. You know, uh, does it keep the subtle nature gotcha. of, the, of those first two? Parcel of Pals, uh, Link, Shea that Shea Link. just sent to us. So if you're looking for some art that uh, will be delivered to you, definitely check that out. Because Shea Money, SheaMoneys.com. I like that. SheaMoneys.com. SheaMoneys.com. All right, we'll do a little uh, little shout-outs before we uh, sign off. Yep, yep. Uh, thanks again to all of our patrons. Thank you, Void Pronto, for joining in. Thank you, Shea Money, for calling in. We appreciate everybody hopping into the comments. Oh, we didn't do this. Oh, we got a pull from the Duck Bucket. Okay. Bucket. Now, this is going to be the movie we're going to cover next. Um, also, thank you to um, AJ Simmons for producing the show. And thank you to uh, Copper Fox Tattoo Company over on West 192. Give them a shout at 407-397-9938 if you need a tattoo. Our movie actually has to do with one of our first questions and what I said. Excellent. I'm not, I don't know much about kung fu movies. Oh, great. And our movie is The Last Dragon, which I believe is a black exploitation kung fu movie. It is not. It is not? I the Last was. Dragon, I believe, is, a different one? is about Bruce Lee. No, that's a different one. Give me a second. I'm thinking Dragon, the Bruce Lee story. What is The Last Dragon? 
Who submitted that? I think I wrote it down a long time ago. Okay. Jason Isaacs as Lucius Malfoy. Great villain. That's true. That's true. <laughs> He's getting all these last minute uh, submissions in there. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Uh, Shea Abramo um, made an update. So it's SheaMoney.com. Not SheaMoney's. No, no possessive. No apostrophe. SheaMoney.com for Parcel of Pals. Uh, it's sort of like a box gift set that you get with has an assortment of handcrafted items from various artists serves as a great um uh gift for birthdays holidays weddings uh whatever you want and if there's something in the box you don't care for re-gift it yeah this uh so last dragon uh 1985 and 1985 and it is about uh new york a young man searches for the master to obtain the final level of martial arts mastery known as the glow oh. it stars leroy green uh laura charles eddie eddie arcadian show nuff the shogun of harlem as julius j carey the third yeah this is uh definitely one of those i think it was one of those things so we're gonna do that all right yeah. Oh, storyline. New York City, a young man searches for the master to obtain the level of martial arts mastery knows the glow. Along the way, he must fight martial arts experts corrupted with power and rescue a beautiful singer from an obsessed musical promoter. I'm going to like this. This is going to be fun. So, right. The Last Dragon, 1985. I believe it might be free somewhere online. Other than that, guys, we will catch you later. Thank you for hanging out with us on the Duck Dive. Thank you, Daniel. Yeah, it looks like Josh figured it out there. Uh, and also, Brad said one more uh, Kung Pao into the fist. <laughs> <laughs> that is a fun one. Thanks so much. Thanks very much, everybody, for joining in. Uh, I'm glad you enjoyed the show, and we'll see you again. We're going to do try to do more of these Duck Dive Lives in the future. So we'll see. Awesome. Also, you, real quick, just a little shout out for all you Facebook Live people. Theaterinthecloud.com. That is theater, R-E, Theater in the Cloud. We got our show coming up uh, this Friday. So come see us. See you. Bye.